A good morning and welcome to A Taste of Torah. You know, we're in the month of Adar right now, which is known throughout Jewish texts as the month of joy, of happiness. Our sages tell us, Mishanichnas Adar Marbim Besimcha, when Adar begins, one must increase in happiness. It is not just the holiday of Purim, but the entire month, or in this case, two months, because it is a leap year that is meant to be filled with Simchas. We will dedicate these Thursdays during Adar to give reflections and teachings on the concept of simcha, on joy, so important to our lives. In America, we often speak about the right of pursuing happiness. In Judaism, it isn't a right, it is a responsibility. Now, this is not because we worship happiness itself, that life is about trying to be happy. You'll sadly often hear people say, if it makes me happy, then I should do it. That is not the case. Rather, happiness is so important because happiness is the tool by which we can do our mission well in the world. No matter what you are trying to accomplish, if you are in a state of depression, you're lethargic, you're down, you're not going to do a great job of it. Conversely, if you're full of energy and passion, you will perform on a much higher level. Tanya gives the metaphor of two wrestlers about to face off, and while certainly skill and practice makes a difference in who's going to win the match that day, Another component is the moods of each of the people wrestling. And Tanya says if someone is in a negative mood, if they are lethargic, if they are down about life, they will not win. Life is one big wrestling match against our evil inclination, about doing our mission in the world, about staying away from distractions, about being focused on what Hashem wants of us every given day, every given moment. And with that in mind, we have to make sure we are in a state of simcha And obviously that simcha has to be generated from within and not one that is dependent on external circumstances that come and go. And for the next few weeks, we look forward to sharing meditations and reflections that can help us achieve this state of simcha. Now, this is not something unique to Hasidic philosophy, to Chabad. This is basic Judaism, the importance of being in a state of joy. That said, it is highlighted deeply in the teachings of Hasidim. So much so that in the earliest generations of Hasidim, the founder of the Hasidic movement was the great holy Baal Shem Tov. The first name for this group of people was actually not the Hasidim. They were called those that were Freilich, the Freilichers, those that were joyous. When one thought of a Hasid, they thought of someone who had a spring to their steps, who was singing songs, who approached life with a zeal and with a joy. Indeed, one of the early missions of the Baal Shem Tov early in his career was to go from town to town and uplift the Jewish people. People were down for various reasons. It was a difficult time as a Jew. And he would travel specifically to put people in a state of simcha. He would give inspiring talks. He would sing melodies. He would give teachings. He would convince every single Jew how precious they are in the eyes of God and how much they matter and their mitzvahs matter to Hashem to raise them up, and to make them happy. In fact, there is a beautiful story of the Holy Baal Shem Tov that when one of his travels, he was in the marketplace trying to uplift the spirits of Jews around him when one of his opponents turned to him and said, what is there to be happy about anyways? To which the Baal Shem Tov gave the following metaphor. Imagine you had an incredible musician that gathered people together and began playing this lively melody and people were singing and people were dancing and people absolutely loved the song and it was raising everyone's spirits and sadly someone came who was deaf who was unable to hear the music and he turns to everyone and he says what are you so excited about what are you hearing anyways 
Says the Baal Shem Tov, it's tragic that this person is deaf, but just because they are deaf doesn't mean that there's not beautiful music playing. And he went on to explain, if our eyes are open and our ears are open, there is so much in life to be in a state of simcha, our job is to open ourselves up, to recognize that. That is what my mission here in the world is to do. Perhaps it was this story that made so many people um, associate the chassid. The picture of the chassid was this dancing rabbi or the fiddler on the roof type of Jew. Perhaps this came from this story of the Baal Shem Tov. But again, it isn't just music. It's opening ourselves up to that which can allow us to be in a state of simcha, which, please God, will continue to share teachings of the Baal Shem Tov and his successors in the following weeks during this month of Adar. Have a happy day.